0: Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40, a weekly podcast that includes interviews with multicultural women and men over the age of 40 who have gone from ordinary to extraordinary living. I am your host, Kenya McGuire-Johnson, and as an artist, educator, and certified health, wellness, and mindset coach, my goal is to share incredible interviews and stories of people you may know or you may not know who are reclaiming and renewing their lives. Whether you're over 40 or not quite there yet, each week you will be inspired to thrive and not simply survive. Remember, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. To learn more about our amazing self-care and wellness holistic services, head on over to www.findingyourvoiceafter40.com or to get bonus episodes, head over to our Patreon and become a subscriber at patreon.com slash findingyourvoice. Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable cultural adventure? Imagine immersing yourself in the colorful traditions, rich history, and vibrant spirit of Mexico, introducing our Finding Your Voice 2024 Mexico VIP Cultural Immersion Retreat in Ajijic, Mexico. Join us for a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience in the enchanting town of Ajijic in the state of Jalisco, Mexico. Nestled on the shores of Lake Chapala, this hidden gem is known for its warm hospitality and a community bursting with cultural treasures. Expand your cultural horizons through hands-on activities like creating art, experiencing Mexican wine vineyards, discovering the secrets of authentic Mexican cuisine, exploring the cultural monuments and interacting with nature all while connecting with self and a community of other women. And when it's time to relax, indulge in the beauty of Ajijic's serene landscapes, enjoy stunning views of the lake, and rejuvenate your mind and body with relaxing spa treatments, soothing yoga sessions, and hot spring pools overlooking the breathtaking Mexican scenery. Specifically curated for African-American and African descent women, Over 35, the VIP Cultural Immersion Retreat is the perfect blend of education, adventure, and relaxation. Leave with lifelong memories, new friendships, a deep appreciation for the Mexican culture, and a deeper understanding of self. Visit findingyourvoiceafter40.com slash retreats to review the daily itinerary and submit your interest form in order to receive more details regarding costs, accommodations, and amenities. Again, visit findingyourvoiceafter40.com slash retreats. Your current retreat and curated experience is waiting for you. And welcome back to Finding Your Voice After 40. This is Kenya, your host. And we are back again in the heat of the summer, the middle of July. Although we are approaching the end of July, which means we're getting closer to the end of summer. Um, But that's all right. We still got some weeks left. Uh, So hold on tight that's what I'm doing. Um, But we're back again with our podcast and we are counting down our special summer rewind and reset otherwise known as R&R series where we're counting down our top 10 most listened episodes. And this has been so fun to do because y'all are still tapping in and you're sharing um with other people um it's funny these episodes were already high in listenership and now they're getting higher (laughs) because more people are listening so that is really awesome so we're back again and this week we are presenting our seventh most listened to interviewed and it's episode number nine titled permission to be myself so this episode was a special um interview with our guest naema black and naema is a really she's a sister friend of mine but more more than that she's a holistic health and wellness coach and she's a singer and so in this discussion in this interview if you haven't heard it um, i'll tell you what it's kind of about and if you have heard it um, you need to of course listen again so again this discussion we really explore how Um, Nayama has really navigated her personal and professional life, right? So we do that with most all our guests. But I really think what's beautiful about this episode is exactly how the title reads, Permission to Be Herself. She really shares some enlightening information um about her own personal life and how she's had to navigate everything and then she really goes also into how she um, as a holistic health coach the kind of services she provides she's still providing those services so just because this was aired um the end of last or sometime last fall um you still want to be able to reach out she has some wonderful products and services and so you want to definitely check her out but i think what's so beautiful about this interview is nama's transparency and her vulnerability and she really you know shares all of this to highlight the importance of you living your truth and it really doesn't matter how diverse your experiences have been or how many different things you've done Uh, you know live it out you are dynamic Um, you have multiple cycles in your life that show you multiple things and i think nama does a really beautiful job talking about these cycles and talking these different spaces that she's had to go in as long as she's maintained her truth so definitely want to tap in. Okay. want to tap in. And again, Nayama, um, you know, she still provides these wonderful services and has a lot of new things going on. So you want to make sure you check our, our show notes so you can get in touch with her. Also, just as a reminder, all of these rewinds, all of these RR episodes are, um, the videos are being posted week to week on YouTube. So I encourage you not only to listen to this, but go and visit, go and watch the video, so you can see our guest. Um, obviously, we'd love for you to become a subscriber on the YouTube channel if you aren't already. And the YouTube is my YouTube, Kenya MJ Music. Um, if you're looking that up, that's also though in the show notes. So. You can listen and you can also watch the video plus past videos um, of our so far top <laughs> 10. we're at number seven so we had uh the 10th the 9th and the 8th episodes those videos um those videos are up as well all right before we get into the episode um retreat update i'll re- i'll provide kind of weekly updates. <laughs> with the retreat as they come um again we are you know we're still five spots available the coveted five spots now listen retreats are investments i don't expect these five spots just to you know and they're gone tonight you know no but i will say this our early bird is coming right around the corner and if you don't grab the early bird, you're gonna be paying more. So that's the biggest reason why I wanna make sure I'm giving you weekly updates to grab these spots while the rate is lower. And on top of that, I wanted to just make note, if you are feeling as though you, know, you wanna do the retreat and you would love to do that, and you recognize just in general, you need some support, you're going through a major life shift you're going through a job change or a career change, or you just lost a career, and you're trying to figure out what, or lost a job, you're trying to figure out where you're going next, what you're gonna do next. Um, Or you are going through a major life transition as it relates to your relationships. Could be divorce, could be you're getting married for the first time, could be you're getting married for the third time or the second time. Could be that you're starting to date again. Could be that you've really decided you wanna really intentionally live, you know, single life. Could be that you've had the loss of a loved one. Could be that your health, you realize, oh my gosh, I've got to do something different. I've got to make some more breakthroughs. Um, I'm being told that I have, you know, I'm, I'm predisposed for things. It could be a myriad of things, right? Or it could just be the tough cycles that the 40s has, okay? Spiritually, just matter of factly, The forties is a major time of shift, which is why we call it crisis. And there's a lot of, as you all know, I do the astrology and there's a lot of amazing astrological um, wiring as to why this time has so many shifts and transformations. So I say all this to say, if you're feeling like you're needing more support, what we have decided to do, and you wanna do that retreat, we've decided to do a special kind of package where you would basically get nine coaching sessions with me one on one plus the full retreat, the all inclusive retreat for a very discounted price. Now, typically if you were to do the retreat plus do my coaching sessions and typically you know my my sessions you know you can do one session you can do i usually offer 12 but this one because we're also including the retreat and we want to give this to you at a nice discount we're doing nine instead of course if you wanted to have the additional three we can always work that out as well but the whole point of this is for you to get the support you need and also participate in the retreat at a really, really, really discounted rate. I even kinda said, do I wanna be this discounted? But it's it's not it's, you know, you're still paying the you're paying the early bird um retreat fee we can't really shift that but so much because of all that's pre-established for the retreat but for the coaching sessions that i do have the ability to shift my costs and i'm basically offering the coaching sessions um at like a 50 percent discount each session when you really do the math when you break it down so again it's my way of encouraging i often get people who are curious about um the retreats, curious about the coaching, curious about, and I'm like, oh, I got to pick one or the other. Well, I decided, why don't we create a price that could be fair, that is reasonable um, for you to be able to do both. And I I do think it's a really beautiful package to be able to do a retreat as well as to get that one-on-one time. So I encourage you, if this is something you're interested in, please go to the show notes, Um, click where it says book a free discovery call because that way we can sit down and talk. And if you just go to findingyourvoiceafter40.com, you'll see where you can book a free discovery call. And then that way we can sit down and I can share a little bit more details about it and see what kind of options may work best for you okay all that i.t um letting you know that our black her story is taking a little bit of a summer break we decided to take a summer break and to just be honest because we needed to (laughs) to rest we did not do our divorce decisions talk last thursday like we had scheduled and like i had all discussed because i was tired i'ma just be honest i was really 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 tired. And I, you know, Keyshawn is super dope and understanding. Is like, girl, please come on, let's take a break. She's going to be traveling um, for a bit. So we just decided let's regroup back in mid-August. So August 17th is our tentative scheduled return date. Um, if that gets shifted, I will let you know. <clears throat> so we will not be back, but we do have, we have all the videos from the previous ones for the past four months. <laughs> five months up on um, my YouTube channel as well. So you can always go back and listen to the old episodes. All right? All right, let's dig into our self-care action, call to action before we listen to this interview. Opportunities are everywhere if I choose to see them. So three things to do to support this abundance and prosperity call to action. Ask yourself how open you are to seeing and for seizing new opportunities, seeing and seizing, commit to developing a get-or-done mindset, okay? How can we create and develop that mindset, that growth mindset, right? And then three, visualize and see yourself literally jumping into new opportunities each day and notice what kind of impact that mindset has on your life. So really what that is, is just visualizing yourself actually doing that and then taking notice of how that makes you feel viscerally taking notice of how that makes you um you know what does that do to your mind when you do that does that excite you does that make you anxious what does that do but being willing to at least do the dream right to visualize to before we just jump in and or before we just put all the fear signs up right or all the reasons why not Think about all the reasons why too, why this would be so good and see if you can focus more on that, all right? All right, that is our call to action. We're getting ready to get into this episode. So yes, this is a beautiful one, beautiful, beautiful one with Naeema Black, um, our R&R series, our seventh most listened to interview. This is episode number nine is the original episode and it is titled, Permission to Be Myself and welcome Neema Black I feel like I want to sing this to you because you're a fellow singer Welcome to Finding Your Voice After 40 podcast. How are you?
1: Thank you. I'm well. And I don't mind if you sing to me. <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead. No, I want you to sing to me
0: Oh, you are the guest. No, I'm just playing. I'm not going to put you on the spot. I hate when people do that to me. So without it being planned, but welcome, welcome. It's so good to have you here. And um, you and I, it's funny, this podcast, I invite friends, family, and Dream people, people I stalk, um, but you're definitely ama- amongst the family. You're becoming more like family, so um, I'm really excited to have
1: you here. Super excited! Well, thank you, and I'm I'm extremely grateful to be here, and I am beyond grateful that you and I finally connected. As <laughs> I told you when we first met, because you yeah. know I had been observing you from afar, and once I. First learned of you through our mutual sister, uh-huh. um, Rakia. I was like, yeah. This sister, we're gonna meet one day. We're I, gonna I knew meet. That we would cross paths.
0: And you're right. I was doing the same to you. So I would see your IG and I would see you kind of responding, you know, to Rakia's posts and so forth. So so I'm super excited to have you. Um, I want the audience, those who are listening, those who are watching on Patreon, they can see the little scroll bar of your title. But those who are listening may not know who you are. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read something to you. I just want you to relax, listen, <laughs> take it all in. All right. So I'm going to start reading this to you and then I'll ask you some questions. Um, Neyama Black, the non judgmental vegan, is a multi passionate native Californian singer, songwriter, holistic health and wellness coach, and host of the Harmonious Living podcast. She's also the founder of the 90 Days to Wellness Plan based eating program, as well as an avid hiker and yoga enthusiast. In addition, Nayama owns a product-based business which offers clean vegan nutritional supplements, skin care, body care, makeup, and hair care. Nayama's mission is to inspire women and girls to practice radical self-love through healthy, aligned, heart-centered, divinely inspired thinking choices and practices. So tell me this: How did it feel hearing about you? Hearing about yourself?
1: <laughs> you know what? It felt pretty doggone good, <laughs> and and I say that to you, um, and I don't take it lightly because I didn't always feel that way mm. um, about myself, and mm. it's like even though my my deepest knowing knew these things about me and knew Mm. that I had these things within me, but it took time for me to get to this place. And it took me giving myself permission to even own certain parts of myself. So hearing that, (laughs) um, has, it's really a, um, remarkable point on my journey to, mm. to say the least, to be able to accept that and then not want to deflect it or diffuse it or water it down in any way.
0: Yes. To stand tall in all of that, yeah. not just to stand in it, but to stand tall and all of that. Yes. Okay. So you just said some really good things and I'm sure it's making people like, Oh, what's her story? <laughs> Why wasn't she embracing that? So, you know, you're, you, because you wear both the artist and the coach hat, you're ba- wearing both hats. And it's funny here on the podcast, we do a series, Art Voices Matters, where I'm featuring artists over 40 and kind of how they are living and reinventing their lives over 40. And then just people from all other sectors of life, but you have it all. <laughs> so I'm like, is she going to be part of the Art Voices Matters segment? Or is she going to be part of just, you know the regular? But so I may kind of you know, you I may bounce in and out of artists, but I, I definitely want to pick up on what you just said as far it took you as far as it took you a minute. And so I'm curious to hear a little bit more about Naima in her twenties. That, that it, we won't go as far back as little girl only because of time. Because although if little girl pops up, please bring her up. But I, I start typically exploring people because it's our 20s where we're hitting adulthood and so forth. So what was that, Naima about?
1: Mm exploration, uh, adventure. um, Yeah. And I would say <laughs> the very earliest part of my 20s because um, so I moved away from home days before my 21st birthday. I moved to the Bay Area okay. and um, I had always been very much like a you know good girl did what i was supposed to supposed to do right those paradigms <laughs> right. that we have about get good grades go to college um you know you do that whole pursuing the track of um you know whatever trying to get a good job and all of that but i had always been a creative person and i always knew that there was something and so i um ended up moving to the bay area and I went there under the auspices of of transferring schools and um, continuing my academics. When I got there, I started partying. I started (laughs) (laughs) meeting people and just having fun. Like what, you know, people who are just over 21 do. Right. And, um, I found myself though. Um, I had some fun times, Mm -hmm. but I also found that I was going through some things and, um, So at about 22, 23, I got to the point where I was at the heaviest I had ever been. Mm. And um, I was working in this health food store and um, I ended up meeting this person who ended up later becoming my son's father. And so at (laughs) at, um, 26, um, Mm -hmm. I had my son and, um, you know, God bless him. I, I knew that you know how you could see things yeah, and you know that things are not going to last, that is not going to be sustainable, but you keep going anyway. And so Mm -hmm. that relationship ended, I ended up, Mm -hmm. I was going kind of back and forth, um, between San Diego and the Bay area. And especially because, um, most of my family is here in Southern California and I knew that my support was here. So, um, I ended up coming back to San Diego with my son and, um, just really trying to just be a good mom, first of all, and mm-hmm. um focusing on just figuring things out. So mm-hmm. I didn't really have a clear direction. And, you know, some of that even goes back to the whole idea of like when I started in college, initially I chose psychology as a major. But then before I even got there, mm-hmm. um I changed my mind because I was like, I don't know if that's what I want to do. Like, I'm interested in it. I've always been interested in psychology. And mm-hmm. I always found myself in the role of like counseling people or like being, you know, giving advice and things. Mm-hmm. And um, but music was there. And I did not know of a way to choose something where I could do music all the time and have it be a practical career or that I could get a job. Music (laughs) practical? What is that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. You know? And, yeah. and then I'm, i I had two different voices from, you know, my parents and and mm. um, you know, my mom supported my music growing up as far as like being at my performances and all this stuff. And my dad too, who also is a singer, mm. um, you know, he had his own aspirations and then um you know life happened, I and my sister happened, and so, you know, <laughs> right. Um right. he ended up needing to support us. And so mm-hmm. um, you know, there was this thing, it's like, what do I choose if I can't do what my first choice is? Mm. So, and I heard you talk about this before about, you know, when you're that young, you don't know exactly what you want to do. And, <laughs> right. you know, right. um or if it's something creative and if you have not had people around you the whole time you know, giving you the pathway and encouraging you the whole time, mm-hmm. then you may not necessarily go on that track. And so, right. um, you know, I chose that major, but then I said, okay, I'm going undeclared. Then, uh oh. <laughs> then I floated around and said, well, I'll just take my general ed classes till I figure it out. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. will jump out at me. I'll figure it out. That's and,
0: Sagittarian spirit. They yes. don't know that, but
1: I, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that Sagittarius was alive. Yes. Yeah. Very much, very yeah. much. So yeah. all of that was at play. And, um, And I didn't want to be in this box. And and it's so funny because even that ties to things that I've learned about myself recently, not just about my astrological makeup, but Mm -hmm. even my human design makeup, because I'm a manifesting generator. And um, constantly making things. (laughs) Constantly (laughs) doing things, which to people from the outside might look like, oh dang, you you just pick something, or you oh, you're doing this and you're doing that, and like people can't keep up. But it's like Uh for me. I know why I'm choosing to do things. I know what's behind what I feel like I'm going to get out of it. And really what it all has been is enriching life experiences. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, through um, the latter part of my 20s, um, you know, I was back in San Diego And I got to this point, um, particularly when I was 29, which is often a pivotal year for people. (laughs) Um, And I was having a conversation with a family member. And I had, of course, I had stopped going to school, which had led to this whole big blow up with my dad because Mm -hmm. I told him I was taking a break. He was like, people who take breaks usually don't go back. And I was like, well, that's most people. That's not me. I (laughs) promise you I'm going back. And so anyway, long story short, I had a conversation with a family member and she encouraged me to meet with a counselor at UCSD, which was where I went when I first started right out of high school. Mm -hmm. And so I met with this sister, I'll never forget her. Her name is May Brown. And Mm -hmm. um, we looked at what I had done before. We looked at what I was interested in. And um, I had taken a lot of Spanish classes growing up and I had taken some Spanish classes at the university level. And Mm -hmm. I've always been interested in language. At one point I was looking at communications as a major Mm -hmm. and we devised that linguistics. Um, with a concentration in Spanish would be a good fit for me. We talked about some of the things I could do with it, um, namely going into speech pathology, which was something that I was very interested in doing because I've always had this desire to help people. And um, so, yeah, I ended up choosing um, linguistics with a concentration in Spanish And I completed my bachelor's degree. And it was interesting because going back and by this point, you know, I had turned 30. Um, Mm -hmm. I had my son and at the university's daycare, which worked (laughs) out perfectly. And I found myself being one of the oldest people in the classes. And that was Mm -hmm. an interesting thing.
0: Yeah, but it
1: but I was more prepared because at that point I had more of a sense of direction, and then I ended up choosing music as my minor. So oh, I still okay. so you're able to get it in there. Yes. And throughout that time, you know, dibbling and dabbling like with bands, um, here and there, and exploring the music, still, you know, doing like little recording on other people's stuff or what have you so the music was always there it never leaves you it doesn't and, leave. and um so yeah that was that was my 20s wow. <laughs>
0: thank you so much for that because it's so funny the reason I love interviewing people and and doing things like this and podcasting and so forth is stories we find ourselves it's funny we hear your story. But it, make, it causes us to reflect on our own story because either there's going to be something that really resonates that's like, yup, I went yeah, through the definitely. same thing. Or you're going to say something that's like, what, really? Like, I never knew that or I never have experienced that or seen that. So I just love storytelling. Um, yeah. Okay, so you did a lot in your 20s. It sounds like there was a lot of exploration. So mm-hmm. let's, let's move ahead just a bit and move toward our 40s, where, or, or you tell me, where did this whole holistic you know, health coach part? Because I mean, linguistics is over here, music, I totally get the arts, but there is a whole science brain that has to come involved. The psychology interest, I can see how that seeps in, but where, mm-hmm. at what point did that come into play and how?
1: So it started, um, <laughs> it's funny, if I go back to the beginning, Um, My very first exposure and inclination and interest in studying um, nutrition and the body um, was when I was in high school. I had this really engaging biology teacher and he introduced us to all this information about like chemicals in the food supply and all of these preservatives and things and what it does to the body. And so at that point I had decided that I wasn't going to eat red meat anymore. So then I was only eating like poultry and seafood. And I did that for a time and I was interested. I was always active and and things like that had gym memberships and whatnot. So I've always had that inclination to be active. Mm -hmm. Um, But then time passed, you know, reverted back to it. And so that early point that i told you about when i got to my heaviest yeah. that um had been a result of i had reincorporated um red meat and i had reincorporated mm. all of this like late night fast food eating and like all these other things and so mm. um when i was introduced to veganism and in particular i i didn't just go vegan. I went raw vegan.
0: You went raw vegan from I eating went... <laughs> animal protein complete to raw vegan.
1: Yeah. Wow. And wow. yeah, I know. And I say that to myself because, <laughs> but you know, I, but I was working at a health food store when this came to me. So it was like, I was in that yeah. direction of pursuing going back to healthier things, but then when um, this was introduced to me, I was like, first of all, how do you do that? Because I couldn't even conceive it in my mind of how do you not cook things, first of all? And then, you know, how those questions come up. Wait a minute. So you don't eat no cheese. No. So you don't, no chicken, you know, especially black. Right. You ain't
0: oh, no, no chicken. Ticket. No. <laughs> you no fish. So,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's yeah. like yeah. the disbelief um, is the first thing. But then once I started seeing it and tasting it and it was like, oh, my goodness. And once I started feeling it and you know, the weight just melted off. Like I wasn't doing any extra exercise or anything, but like within six months of going raw vegan, I dropped like about 40 pounds. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Wow. Within that amount of time. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Your body really wanted that. It craved that. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And it responded really well. I mean, my skin cleared up. I felt wonderful. I felt energetic. And I was like, okay, There's something to this. This is, you know, (laughs) this
0: plant thing actually may work. Yeah, I want to say this. I don't want to interrupt you, but those who are just listening, Naama is beautiful. Okay, she like Mm -hmm. glows. Her skin. Her hair, her her eyes, her smile. She's just very glowy. You're very. I, it's so funny. I tell my friends who are like this, you're dewy. Like, you know, like <laughs> just kind of moisty, dewy. Like really, you know. And I know. I will say this. I I think you know. People keep trying to buy. You can keep buying products, and we're going to talk about products a little bit in a in a moment. But it it is from the inside. And you know how you um, feed your how you feed your body how you feed your mind and your soul though Mm -hmm. those things combined that's where you're getting dewy Mm. (laughs) that's where you're (laughs) where you're getting the shine and the glow Um, so yeah I just had to say that because I I know a lot of people are just are listening so you guys have to come to Patreon go to Patreon.com/slash find your voice so you can you know watch the video but yeah yeah so so. You had a background in this. And so what made you decide, all right, I am going to actually get certified and teach other people how
1: to what point of life? Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. So um, first of all, I want to um, say that I am not certified. However, Mm -hmm. I have been a researcher Um, throughout my adulthood. So I have been a student and I have been my own scientific experiment. Um, And so I, not only with myself, but even through my pregnancy um, and the first part of my son's life, you know, um, and then also other family members that I've introduced to this and I've Mm -hmm. coached people. So yeah, I've just been a student and, and I really kind of nerd out on (laughs) nutrition and (laughs) it's my thing. Like I just, I love learning about it. I love learning about the body. I love learning about different foods and nutrients and how they impact us and how to optimize. Um, and because I draw the connections and I also, and I want to say this to everybody, you know, our bodies have their own intelligence. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of that is listening to your body's own intelligence. So listening to what my body is responding to, and I can tell my body lets me know when Mm -hmm. I am not um, giving it what it needs to um, function at its most energetic or um, even at its most glowy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and yeah. so I, I, I watch. I'm, I observe. I, um, I test and I try and I experiment. And so I say that because there are a lot of people out here, and there are a lot of fads that come up. There are a lot of trends that come up in the nutrition world where somebody will say. Oh well, you know, this is the way to do it and you know, everybody must do right. this and this right. is the listen to what your body is telling you. And yeah. and even, you know, in the medical field, um a lot and not knocking the physicians yeah. out there and not knocking, you know, people who study um and go into the field of medicine, but nutrition is only barely touched upon barely, or now if, if, still if, barely if, if, Exactly. Barely touched upon. And now there is um, a field for culinary medicine that is starting to emerge because oh, the, yes. And especially in the West. I think I've heard
0: culinary. I was about to say you're in California, so you always get privy to these <laughs> alternative <laughs> kind of things. I don't know if I've yeah. heard formally
1: studying culinary medicine, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. And so now that is sort of starting to emerge as something that people in the mainstream medical field are starting to recognize as important mm-hmm. but i mean some of those things are like that's some of our wisdom that we knew from back in the day you know um <gasps> Us as indigenous folk, you know, Absolutely. who um, always knew to rely on our herbs, you know, um, to rely on getting your greens and your fresh Absolutely. veggies and all that stuff like this, this food industry and the processed laboratory made mm-hmm. food thing is a relatively new thing in our overall existence on Absolutely.
0: the
1: planet. <laughs> Absolutely. You know.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, we need, I need to do a whole podcast about that. Cause (laughs) and I think people are beginning to intellectually get more informed on that at the same time. I think people have a really, and, and, you know, all of us have a difficult, because it's such a heavy conditioning. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to put that into practice on a consistent, sustainable way where you let go of the process and, and you embrace more of the plants and, you know, everybody's body is different. And I, you know, as a health coach, you know, for me, I noticed when I would go plant based, while I would feel better, I wasn't like, wait, doesn't just drop off. Like hearing your story, I'm like, yeah, no. My body was like, that's nice. You feel better, but we still <laughs> gonna hold on. And I'm like, what? And I started having to listen. And I noticed when I incorporated more fish into my diet, then, like that level of animal protein, my body responded really well dairy is like, nah, we don't want a whole bunch of dairy. it's like, okay, so I've really had to play with that. And it's given me a lot more respect for future clients and current clients that, you know, you have to pay attention to your body because while this will work and you know, there's never to me a negative, honestly, with having a mostly plant, you know, diet, but some Mm -hmm. people may need, you know, a a bit of animal protein here or there just kind of, but you gotta, if you're not tuned in, you're not going to know. So you, so all right. Okay. So I, I want to keep, I want to hear about you stepping into Nama. And like you mentioned in the beginning, hearing that there was a time where that didn't really, you you, you weren't connecting and fully embracing and stepping into that because we're calling, calling this finding your voice after 40. Did it take you at that point after 40 to really step into self or had you began to really do that prior to that?
1: Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Great question. Mm -hmm. And again, it's like the seeds are there, right? The seeds are there. And I've always been a spiritual person. And so I've always felt that there was something or that that I was capable of um, great things. But my younger self had doubts, um, had self-esteem issues, which showed up in the kinds of relationships that I was choosing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was growth and healing and finding of self that I needed to, or rediscovering of self, remembering remembering self that I had to do. And so really, you know, ultimately from that higher spiritual perspective, we're remembering who Mm -hmm. we are at our Mm -hmm. core. Um, But life, (laughs) you know, the the 3d human experience that we go through. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say a lot of it had to do with getting really clear on my what i my worth mm. what i deserved um and then what i wanted mm. because sometimes we go along with things because if it's not like really extreme and it's if it's not like a hard no then sometimes it, it's like, well, maybe I, I might try this out. And then, <laughs> you know, you're going along this path. You're like, nope, this is, mm, that's not it. To, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You see those, that's not it. But then by you, by the time you get to that point, you know, there's attach- attachments, there's other things where now it's not as easy to step out of and extract yourself from situations. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say really, um after forty. Um, and that was interestingly, um, a time that my faith was tested. Mm. Um, it was a time that um it was really um a big part of what made me who I am today. And so Mm -hmm. I'll just share with y'all that, um, I had been working and I didn't tell you this part about my professional experience. So, (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, I had many years, um, been in human resources. And so I had, um, started this job in, um, a place that I thought was going to be really cool. It ended up not working out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also had gone into real estate. Well, the time that I went into real estate, the first go round was right when um, the housing market was going crazy. I was about to crazy. say, was that the, re- oh, okay. Recession <laughs> or, or not? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right before, right before okay. the, the bubble burst. Right. And so um, I found myself for the first time, I didn't have a steady income. Um, I, was in a relationship with someone who was um, helping me at the time. And like, I had to rely on, which was mm. foreign for me mm-hmm. um, because I had always worked like from the time I was old enough. Like I started tutoring when I was 14. <laughs> I, you know, I got a job right. working at the stadium here doing nachos in the concessions and yeah. working concessions stand when I was 15. So like always had a job, right. Mm. Always was responsible. Always looking out for myself for the most part. And like, so here I am. <laughs> and um I ended up losing that job, but it actually ended up being a blessing because I, it was not a good fit. And mm-hmm. I remember the day before they told me that they were not continuing me with this job, I had a dream mm-hmm. about having a nervous breakdown. Oh wow. Yeah. And in the dream, it was like I was asking myself, what is it like like when a, what is that edge that a person can wow. go over, you know? And yeah. so yeah. um and it was just very interesting. So then when I when I was released from that job, there was disbelief, but there was also relief. Yeah. And um yeah. so then I really started pursuing the the real estate and um then as Life would have it, this person, who was, you know, doing things that I had been putting up with, but it was like, okay, you're doing too much, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had, I, I've had enough, and like, you have to go, and it's like, regardless of what my financial situation is, you have to go. Have I'm to gonna. Go you, I'm going to work it out regardless. I don't know how. And this is
0: after your forties. This is your, this was your right 40s before. Days. This was okay. just before. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And so, um, this is, I want to set the stage. Yeah. For you. yeah. And so then, um, yeah, ended up releasing that relationship. And, um, so here I am, I have a mortgage. I have my son there. Um, I ended up getting some help from my mom, you know, to pay my mortgage. I went into my savings. I emptied out some retirement that I had been saving from another prior job, was living on credit cards, um, I considered strongly um, walking away from the property because it was upside down at this point, and it was like, mm-hmm. I didn't see if it was ever gonna, you know, get the value back or be worth me staying there. And um, just so happens that <laughs> during that time, while all this crazy stuff was happening, um, I met someone, who I started dating and we ended up getting married four years later. Um, and um, now that so was after
0: 40. And I think people need to hear that. Cause I think people yes. think, Oh, you get to a certain point in life. You're not going to meet anybody worth what have you. And for, you no, that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. And at
1: this point I am 40. Um, yeah. When I met him. And yeah. so um, yeah. And I, I made it through that time. I ended up getting hired for back in HR um, with another job, which at the time that it occurred was like a miracle for me um, Mm -hmm. because I was able to um, keep the home. I was able to um, refinance and get my mortgage under control Mm -hmm. and things just shifted and um, I got some breathing room. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then from that point, it was just, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that I, um, and it was really interesting because even though I was going through enormous stress, like to the point where I was having hives on my Mm -hmm. body, like, and Mm -hmm. I had never had that before, but I was like breaking out in hives because, um, you know, here I, I I'm like, I have to have a place for me and my son to live. And right, granted, right. if it if push came to shove, family would have let us stay there. But I, being the independent, <laughs> strong-willed person that I am, I wanted to make sure that we had our own place. And right, right. you know, that so that was um so important to me. Um, And then at a certain point, my dad was living with us, me and my son. And so, you know, that was a whole other thing. And so it was really important to me, you know, to be able to keep this home. And this was like the first home that I had bought. And um, so that whole experience, though, of when I came out the other side, it let me know that I made the right decision. Right. by not sticking in this situation that was not good for me that was not healthy for me um that was not serving me and trusting that i was going to be okay even though mm-hmm. it might be messy and scary in the middle you know that yeah. messy middle that we talk about yeah. but yeah. just having that faith and trust trusting myself that i was going to figure it out, that I was gonna work it out and that God was gonna see me through it. And yeah. um, and I got it. And like in the nick of time to the point where, like one day when I got that offer, I'm driving down the freeway Like things were really, really crazy. And I got the call and I was like laugh crying because it was like, okay, God, I could use a miracle right about now, and then I get this call. (laughs) And there it came. And there it came that don't
0: (laughs) I mean we could do a whole nother episode of how God and universe and source just show up Mm -hmm. when you know necessary, but it's it's in the it's the lessons, you know. You needed the lessons and and you know we're always the net is always with us you know mm-hmm. the net is there to catch us but we still need to get the lessons and and you know and we're running out of our time and i'm like oh my gosh i have so many more questions but i but i want to emphasize you know in your story and 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 the abundance of your story of so many you know these different spaces you've been able to explore about yourself and being able to have this renewal and this shift right in that 40s. And I, I I hope that people who are younger than 40s who are listening to this, because I think a lot of times people are urgently trying to get their life right in your 30s. Like that 30s is that like, we got it. I don't have a house yet. I don't have a you know partner yet. I don't have kids yet. I don't have, you know, what, who am I? And it's like, yeah, you know what is <laughs> those of us who have gotten past the 40 mark and even 50 mark recognize that they're you know, life is is got so much more in
1: store for you.
0: Um oh, man, at that does point. it
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, and at this point, being in the 50 plus club, yeah. I feel like that stuff is really getting good. And like, oh, I'm loving this. Yeah. And like I I know so much more about myself. I know so much more about life. And for anybody that's listening who, like Kenya just said, has that pressure, which sometimes is self-imposed. sometimes it's mm-hmm. outside world. Mm-hmm. But it's like who you are is not what you do. Mm-hmm. and it's not what you have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's who you be.
0: Yeah, and it's, yeah. you know, the
1: core of you. and at at your core, you are divine. You yeah. are a child of God
0: yeah. and
1: you are enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and often thank you for that. And I, you know, I really hope people really took that in, you know, that be part. Because we spend a lot of our life, you know, and particularly if we don't recognize that entering in our 40s, that can get really frustrating. Because if we still are valuing the things. The more we go in the life, the more it doesn't add up to things. It just <laughs> doesn't add up to things, and so, um, you know, it's important to release that. You know, to really allow yourself to release. I'm not saying that things don't matter, but things are not the core. They, you know, they can complement or not. They can inhibit or enhance. Like they, they're things, mm-hmm. but your your assignment is to be you.
1: Yeah. And, and there's and, nothing wrong with wanting to have right. nice things and yeah. wanting to experience, you know, that like, hey, do that, you know, right. that's what right. you want, but that's not everything. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, we are at our time. My goodness. Okay. So this is what I want to make sure that you do. There's two things that I want to make sure. Um, I think it's two, it might be three. Um, One thing is please share you, you know, I mentioned when I was talking to you about you, about um, all the variety of things you do. And there was a plant-based products. I would love if you could share a little bit more about that. Um, And what is, what, how can people, what are some things that are forthcoming from you um, or currently that you just
1: consistently do as a coach um, where people could get tapped in? Awesome. Thank you for that question. So um, one of the things that people can do to get tapped in is I have been hosting some vegan curious virtual cooking demos and so vegan curious yes <laughs> so you know if you're an occasional vegan or you want to know what it's all about or you're just interested in incorporating more plants and more healthy meals into your current eating regimen you can come and hang out with me in my kitchen and mm. I'm singing, I'm making delicious food oh, and I'm, I'm showing you too. how nice. it can be fun to create healthy meals and that it does not require a lot from you. And mm. so that is one of the things that you can um, do to, to spend time with me. Um, and I also, as Kenya mentioned have a program called 90 Days to Wellness Plant-Based Eating Program for those who want a deeper dive lifestyle, um, holistic lifestyle revamp and reset. And Mm -hmm. that's where, um, you know, we go into things like your relationship with food, body image, nutrition, Um, We go into various healing modalities and self-care, and Mm -hmm. I have guest experts and things like that. So that's my deeper dive. Um, And then also I have a podcast myself, and Mm -hmm. um, so people can follow me there. And also I have a product-based business with nutritional supplements where um, we have a shorter term 30-day program called 30 Days to Healthy Living, um, Mm -hmm. and we use Arbonne. Nutritional supplements to um, help us to nourish our bodies while we do a gut reset. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we didn't talk about, which that's a whole other it's episode, whole episode. Whole <laughs> is episode. gut health yeah. and how much it impacts our overall health and well being, including our moods and our immune system and our skin. And so yeah. we do this 30 um, day reset where you're using products that help support a healthy microbiome. You're also encouraged to move. You're encouraged to journal. You're encouraged to practice mindful eating. And all of these are things that I teach in my program as well. And so you're able to get those products um, and get free coaching from me when you do the 30-day program. We put you into an accountability group. So you are going through it with other people, give you all kinds of recipes and resources so you're not having to figure it out. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, We we don't just say good luck, you know, um, but we actually hold your hand and help keep you accountable. And that's a great way to start some foundational habits as well. Plus to identify, Things that might not be serving your body, things that might be causing inflammation in your body, things that might be causing bloating or Mm -hmm. other digestive issues that you Mm -hmm. might not have identified. But when you isolate these things out and then if you start to incorporate them back in, you can see, okay, my body is not responding well to that. Let me eliminate that. And so we we take away and then we build back up. And it's it's a a really amazing life changing program.
0: Yes. No. Oh, you hear my alarms. I'm sorry. That, that's not, I, I, this is, that's my garbage alarm. Isn't that sad? I have to put alarms to remind myself the day that we're pre-recording is my garbage takeout day. Anyway, thank you for, yes. And I'm going to include in the show notes, the links so that people and, you know, your social media so that you can follow. Um, I don't know if there's one, you just want to say your social media handle out loud for people just as
1: they're listening in live time or Absolutely. a website. Yeah. Yes. That would be awesome. Yes. So people can follow me on my Instagram. It's at Naema underscore sings. That's N-E-E-M-A. And then my website is harmonicsoulwellness.com. Awesome. And that will be in the show notes as well. And
0: please, I I know these products. I too am an independent consultant with the products. I use them daily um, as well as with clients. Um, So definitely if you're really wanting to search a bit more into this whole kind of plant-based clean living and and going beyond just maybe having some carrots or, you know, some celery, but really like really digging a little bit more into these other types of ways to eat as well as, you know, skincare and all the things. So, well, I have one more question and this is fun. And as an artist, this is going to be hard because, you know, it's those musicians out there. We all know this is hard, but what would you say? And this can be, period your theme song of life or it could be your theme song for today or this month mm. what is what is a song right now that just really resonates with you or a song that has always just really been your jam or your
1: theme song mm. see there you go again <laughs> Hi, I'm <laughs> that's sorry. that one thing so I okay first I'll give you one, but I can think of like several but okay the, the one that is that's I'm vibing with right now is um it's my time by Kelly Price mm-hmm. um, I just that song just gets me going every time because you know it's my time to rise it's my time to shine yeah, yeah. so yeah that's that song that's lyrically
0: is just and it's Kelly. And so Kelly's
1: going to belt it to you and give it
0: everything. So not only are the lyrics just so timely always, Mm -hmm. but Kelly, because of her vocal, you know, just insanity, she just really, you know, makes you believe.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) You're like, yeah, yeah, Kelly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's my time.
0: (laughs) Even with if you, you, sis, right? It's like, you may have thought I'll never do this. And you hear that <laughs> song. You're like, yes, I will. It's my time. That's right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're doing a playlist. We're putting that together by the time your episode, by the time the ears are on this, hopefully the, um, the playlist, the Spotify playlist will be, in the, in the mix, but we're, we're we're new. So we're trying to build up the list. I don't want to have a playlist of three songs, right? So we're trying to kind of build that up from our, our people. So, well, thank you so, so, so much. I, you know, we are new friends. And so I'm learning more and more about you and hearing your story and hearing the twists and bends for me was just a lot of food for my soul. And, you know, I'm certain that it will be that for others. So, you know, I just really appreciate you. Really. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we're going to go into our bonus, um, but that means we're going to be ending this part of the segment. So those of you who are listening on Spotify and Apple and all the goods, if you want to hear more from Naama, she's going to provide some advice. Mm mm-hmm. And she's also going to share some things about herself that she didn't share here, that um, are interesting. So make sure you go over to patreon.com/finding your voice and you will get those goods. But the rest, <laughs> don't <laughs> join. this is it. And we hope you guys will continue to, to tune in and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast and share on social media using hashtag findingyourvoiceafter40. To submit questions, email info at findingyourvoiceafter40.com.